0: Okay, tonight we're doing a prophetic lifestyle, and I'm going to be talking about the seer gift and activating the eyes of people to be able to see. Okay, I'm going to ask you please to turn in your Bibles to Ephesians 1 verse 18, and for somebody else to look up Daniel 7 verse 15. So who would like to look up Ephesians 1 verse 18? Thank you, Carol. And Daniel 7 verse 15. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! <laughs> we've just had a wonderful time of, of worship, and we've seen some healings. Wish you were here. We can't do that over the over the um, Facebook. It's wonderful just to be here. The Bible says in Matthew 5, verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. So God is wanting us to hunger and thirst, wanting us to want more. He says, if you want more, I'm going to give you more. And so he wants us to activate our seer eyes and and our seer senses so we're going to be talking tonight about our five spiritual senses and our five physical senses and how they work together who's got ephesians 1 verse 18. yes thank you carol would you come and read it here please if you don't mind just so it can be recorded and can be seen Okay, ephesians 1 verse 18 yes please the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his
1: inheritance in the saints?
0: The eyes of your understanding, thank you. And some Bibles say the eyes of your heart. So, and the heart is the imagination. So God wants us to unlock and to open the eyes of our imagination. So we're going to be learning how to do that tonight. And who's got Daniel 7 verse 15? Who said they would look it up? Well, basically, it just talks about, and I'd love to read it, if someone can read it for me. Have you got it? Would you mind coming to read it here, please? Thank you. Daniel
1: 7, verse 15. James Oh, it's okay. I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me.
0: I, uh, Daniel, was grieved, and the visions of my mind or the visions of my head troubled me. So we see that the eyes of our hearts are to be opened, and the visions of our mind uh, was troubling him. So we, he's talking, God is talking about the fact that we have another place that we can see, and it's not just our physical eyes. So um, in Psalm 34, verse 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Taste and see. Now, isn't that amazing? That word see means raha, and it means to be able to have, a, to see what is an appearance, to behold, to perceive, to experience, to have visions, and to gaze. Taste and have a vision, and see that the Lord is good, or taste and experience that the Lord is good, or taste and and perceive. So it's not talking about see with our physical eyes. It's talking about seeing deeper. Now, what I want you to understand tonight is that I've spoken many times about the right brain and the left brain. Our left brain is precept upon precept. It's very organized. It's boxes, little boxes. It's very orderly. And that is the the area that God gave us so that we can read the word of God and understand the laws and the precepts of God because that's the riverbank of our life. But our right brain is very free and it's very colorful and passionate. And it's with our right brain that we do right brain activities like imagine and art and creativity and dance. And that's the part of our brain that's for the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit part comes and operates through our right brain. And, and so we have to understand that everything of the Holy Spirit is going to be very flowy and free, and creative, and beautiful, and color, and excitement, and so God wants us to be ambidextrous. He wants us to learn how to understand with our left brain, so that we've got a riverbank, so that we've got a book that says, this is the word of God, the word of truth, and nothing that comes from God is going to go beyond his word, and that's important to understand, because if we don't have the word of God as our foundation, We're going to allow our right brain, which is our creativity and imagination, to wander yonder into all kinds of places if it hasn't got a riverbed to flow into. And that's when we can get into trouble. And the moment that water hasn't got a riverbed, it becomes a swamp. And we end up in the wrong river. And so how do we know that we're operating in the fullness of God? Because we never go beyond the word of God. But we've got to have a wide riverbank. So there's plenty of space for plenty of things to operate and to happen according to the Spirit of God, which is so free and exciting and wonderful and creative. And you know, there are mysteries that God wants us to learn about, that we have to be prepared to let him show us and to let him teach us and to allow him to go there. And the Spirit of religion gives you a very narrow riverbed and usually no water. And the spirit of religion limits everything that God has got to extremely narrow and you can't go anywhere because you're on a tightrope and you fall off the tightrope and you've missed God. No, it's a wide riverbank. And it's an incredibly spacious place. In fact, he's, he, our journey with God is a garden. And when we have visions and dreams and and, and and prophetic visions and dreams, and you dream about a garden, you're dreaming about your relationship or you're having a vision about your relationship with God. It's a garden. And you know, you can be in a garden, you can sit on a bench, you can smell a rose, you can swing on a swing. There's just such a spacious place. For so much to do. And that's what our relationship with God is. Okay. So we've got physical eyes. We've got five senses. We've got physical ears, physical eyes, physical nose, physical mouth, physical touch. And we are able to taste and we're able to hear and we're able to see and we're able to um, Uh, touch things, not at the moment because of Corona. So we know, (laughs) but we are able to have the feel of everything that's physical. And if I had to have time tonight and blindfold you and we had to play a little game and I gave you a piece of um, potato to eat and I told you it was an apple, you'd think it was. Because if you blindfolded, you think a piece of apple is a piece of potato or potato is a piece of apple. Because so often what we associate with our eyes what we recognize with our mouths now have you seen something what you see you tasting Hmm. and if we had a bit of time I would play that game with you and there's many things that you will see and taste and actually if you had to taste it without seeing you wouldn't always be able to differentiate what are you actually tasting Hmm. so even in the physical there's a bit of a blurring but now I want to talk to you about your emotional eyes how many of you know that you have emotional eyes you have emotional eyes, and your emotional eyes will recall things associated with things. So for example, if I had to say to you now one word, close your eyes everybody, I'm going to say the word picnic, and I want you to put up your hand the moment that you have a memory of a picnic. Put up your hand. Lily, keep your eyes closed. Okay, Lisa. Tell us about your emotional connection to the word picnic. You may open your eyes and talk to us. Lisa.
1: It was Frances' birthday party. She was two. And I was in a garden and there was pink everywhere. With balloons and grugs and cakes. It, it was just so happy and beautiful.
0: Okay. So now you are telling us about an emotional connection to the word pink. And you're telling us what you saw with your emotional eyes. Pink. Beautiful, lovely. Close your eyes a minute. What do you hear as you think about that day?
1: Laughter.
0: She can hear laughter. So we've given one word, which is a left-brain word, picnic, and she's having a right-brain experience. Mm. Pink, beautiful, laughter, a happy time. Her heart's feeling happy. There's a feeling of joy. What else? Can you taste anything? Assing arcing she can taste icing how amazing is that because her five emotional senses went into gear because of the word picnic who else has got a memory connected to picnic you put up your hand yeah,
1: yes I do. so um sure yeah mm. so growing up in sekunda we used to go picnic in Stanton and i got a picture of a big weeping willow oh. the willow trees alongside the river and i just got a, a a lot of green. The willow trees are big and green and bright, and then just the wind. I
0: just got a s- sensation of the wind blowing through the willows and the noise that that makes. So how are you feeling? Yeah, just uh, free. Free? Yeah. And you you, you swaying almost to the wind blowing in the yeah. willows. Yeah. And have you got any thought at the moment to food?
1: Food? Well, we used to brow a lot, so yeah, brow meat comes to meat? Yeah. Okay,
0: now smell. Can you? Can you... Smell something of the smoke? What mm-hmm. other emotional experience are you having?
1: Mm-hmm. Food. Um, nothing comes. Anything? D- nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, uh, anything? nothing? Yeah, nothing. It's just it's really I just don't even see sense. my family. I just it's just quiet. So it's, it's quiet. That's like me standing so it's looking. Peaceful. Yeah. Yeah, peaceful. Peace, yeah.
0: So it's giving you a happy experience. Yeah. You had a bad experience with a picnic? Anybody? No. So by using one word, we've had at least two stories of emotional eyes being awakened. Okay, what about the word ever? <coughs> ever. What does that make you think immediately? Yes. Would you mind coming forward? Anyone else with ever? Ever. Ever. Ever caught a pig? We have a huge ever tree in our garden, and it's just abundant. Oh, huge avos. Oh, when wow. you come again, and bring something. <laughs> okay. and, and what else do you think about? So you just think about your big tree. I think about community. Community. Yeah, sharing. Oh, that's Sherry. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes, we have more than we need. That's beautiful. That's oh, beautiful. Yes. What does it mean to you? In my
1: youngest were born, there was an ever tree who kept on throwing out these little tiny avos and grandma used to keep the other two kids busy by rolling the arrows down the driveway so that's the memory of the avos, yeah so
0: you and remember a game with avos oh how beautiful is that and it was a happy time yeah, oh, a that's newborn baby yeah. oh that's beautiful oh that's beautiful yes well we uh, grew up on the farm my son and I, we had a beautiful lots of avos to eat there so salad, avos Ever on toast,
1: mm. so it was basically just ever, just you know, it was just tasty and nutritious, and yeah, oh, it was just lovely. And it reminds you of
0: your son, yes, and time with your boy, yes, and it's a happy memory, yes, that is so beautiful. Who has a bad memory with Avos?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Colleen has got a bad memory with Avos.
1: We have an ever tree at home. And every, like always at night, there would be someone sitting in the tree watching us. An ever tree, an so how tree. does
0: ever make you feel?
1: Every time I look at ever, I'm like, I'm just going to check that ever tree to see if anyone's looking.
0: <laughs> so it makes you feel nervous? Yes. Makes you feel scared? Yes. So this is the perfect moment. So Father, we want to break the fear yeah. that's been attached yeah. to an ever tree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Father God, I want to thank you right now that the thoughts of being watched, being observed, <clears throat> that the thoughts of an intrusion, that the thoughts, Father God, of a negative emotion attached to an tree, we break that off her memory now. And we want to thank you, Father God, for releasing angels and that, Father God, she won't have to fear the peeping tongue, but she'll become aware of angels and enjoy the fruit of that good thing. Jesus name. thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see, it's it's just amazing how how you can use an emotional memory. I remember using the word watermelon, and most people go crazy about the beauty of a watermelon. And as I said, who's got an emotional memory of watermelon? The one lady just broke down crying, and um, and she just said, "Ma, we were having a picnic with watermelon." the day my father said he's leaving us and he's found someone else mm. so for her she could never have watermelon again and we were able to bring her into healing into wholeness and after that she contacted me she said for the first time in something like 30 years she could eat watermelon without any connection to pain how, how amazing is god how amazing is god okay so i'm just giving you an example now i just want to ask you something as you've had a memory Was it an academic memory of an ever being words on a page or did you get a picture? Picture. So you had a vision. Now I want you to close your eyes. And as I've said a word that you've had a memory of, I want you to think of the picture you saw. Because you saw that picture on the canvas of your imagination. And that is the same canvas that God uses seers to be able to see things. So there's nothing weird about your imagination. It's just a beautiful blank screen canvas. And the only thing that can ever make your canvas wrong is when the pen that writes on it is contaminated. And that is why we make sure that our emotions are healed so we don't get the wrong pen writing on the canvas. Is that amazing? Mm. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more thing. Who remembers the song... Um, Who remembers the song? Jesus, help me think of something that's a little bit more fashionable. (laughs) Um, Oh, I know. Um, By Ed Shearer, You Look Perfect Tonight. How does that song go? You look perfect tonight Mm. Dancing in the
1: dark Mm.
0: Who remembers that song? You remember that song? Have you got a memory with that song?
1: I remember I went to my friend's house,
0: and it was before we did uh, we oh. did rhythmic gymnastics together. Oh wow! And then so we went to a house, and then our friend from down the street came, and then we did um, a whole we did a, a group
1: dance together to that song.
0: So was it a happy memory? Yeah. So when you hear that song, you think of your friend. Oh, that's so amazing. And are you still friends? No. Oh, but that was a happy moment with your friend, wasn't it? Oh, that is so lovely. That is so beautiful. And who remembers something like... well, it's a one for the money, two for the show, <laughs> three, band, baby, now go, can go, but don't you? my <laughs> blue, who remembers? <laughs> do, 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 who remembers? Put up your head. Come on, come on, come on! What's con- yes? Come on, Makita! What's connected <laughs> to that? Come on, come on, tell us!
1: <laughs> well, you can do think, but lay off my blue,
0: sweet cheese! Come on, what do you remember?
1: <laughs> Just you remember the song.
0: What do you remember?
1: I actually remember someone mimicking it.
0: Memory make you feel. Does it make you feel good or make you feel negative?
1: That was positive.
0: It was positive because immediately, what happens when you hear music? You immediately go back. Now I want to tell you the power of music. Was it a happy thought or a negative thought? A good one. Oh, so I was in love with Elvis. Um, I was going to marry him. The flipping guy just died too soon. (laughs) He was my heart. I would, I would, I would get dressed up in the mirror, and I decided. I decided Elvis only liked long hair, and mine wasn't growing fast, so I would put a towel over my head oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: sing in the mirror because I was sure he liked a woman that could sing. <laughs> so this little short, chubby, a little 12-year-old is passionately in love with Elvis. <sighs> So anyway, when I hear Elvis, my heart goes beat, beat, beat. Okay. But, but what I, want, I do want you to know about music, we're having fun tonight because I want you to see that actually we've been using our, 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 our spiritual eyes a long time, but we've, we have most of the time just use it in the form of a memory, but it's the same canvas with the same stories being written. And um, what I want you to see about music, remember God created music and Lucifer the angel of the dawn was music personified. And when you realize that he, he was gemstones... His whole outfit was gemstones and that is why when he fell he tried to take gemstones with him and that's why so much of the new age used gemstones but they belong to God first and they still belong to God just remember that so we don't use their their counterfeit but we know that God created them and he was music personified and as he walked there was a beat that came out of him and there was flute sounds that came out of him because the two the two musical instruments that he particularly released was the wind instrument and the beat, and so as he walked, he was music personified. And music, he was the he was the worship leader in the heavens. And the music opened the heavens and bring us straight into the presence of God. Now, when we have a song, I was teasing you with another song because I wanted to make it light. But when you have a song that immediately takes you into a memory, you either go into a memory of something really sad. And and even from a very young girl, I had to be very careful of music because um, I, I, I leaned into depression. And so it would be very easy for me to just be sucked into depression just because of the music I was listening to. And sometimes I would deliberately listen to, to music because I enjoyed the feeling of being melancholy and I enjoyed the feeling of nobody loves me, everybody hates me. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go eat worms. Mm-hmm. And so I used to think, sing, like, sing songs like... I'm nobody's child. Oh. I'm nobody's oh. child. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves me. <laughs> and then, when that was over, I think of another one. Daddy, when is mommy coming home? <laughs> I spent my life miserable. <laughs> And I fed it with all this music. And then I had two beautiful daughters, and I've always sung. I was, I was always in trouble when I was at school because I was always singing. I was known as the singing nurse. Always singing. So with my girls, we were always singing. We'd get in the car, we'd sing. That's why they're both singers today. And, um, and then I would sing to them, and I would start singing, I'm nobody's child. The one day they said to me, Mom, if you sing one more sad song, we're never going to listen to you again. So they banned me. And even today... They're very strict with what songs I'm allowed to sing to them. (laughs) But what am I telling you? I'm telling you that music can take you into things very quickly. But in the same way, when you have experienced glory on a song... Then every time that song starts playing, you get taken right back into that encounter. And that's why you can sing beautiful songs like it as well with my soul. And immediately, you see, they never age. Because yeah. there was glory on them. Yeah. And so the moment that you start singing those songs, you just go straight back into that glory encounter. So not only do you have an emotional connection to something that was a good or bad experience, but actually you can have a glory connection by mm-hmm. seeing those songs that carried anointing once so never chuck away any song that you once connected to heaven with because you'll just connect to heaven just like that again they're absolutely amazing so now i've been talking to you about emotional memories now i want to talk to you about um spiritual spiritual eyes so it's the same canvas so if i had to say to you close your eyes please and i want you to see yourself waking up and sitting on your bed this morning the moment you see it, put up your hand.
1: <laughs>
0: You've just had a vision. You've just had a vision of a memory. Now, that's exactly what God does. Now, how many of you love reading? Okay, Alex, why do you like reading? I
1: like to make up what I...
0: I don't like movies because they make it up for you. If you read, you make it up yourself. And how do you make it up? You imagine what they're going through. You imagine what they're going through. And so you get involved and you experience it. Okay, well, that reminds me of a word. And the word was see, which is rua, which means experience it. So now the Bible says that we can experience it. Isn't that amazing? So now how many of you love to read, especially stories that take you to other places and and other people because you want to get taken to that place, you want to travel. And so you experience it. Now the word meditation. In the Bible means that. It means to see and to experience. So when it says meditate upon the Word of God day and night, it doesn't mean learn it off by heart, speak it parrot it fashion, quote it every time there is a problem, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That is not the power of meditation. The power of meditation is when you read that Jesus was walking with the 12 disciples and they were walking in the desert and you close your eyes and you see Jesus walking with the 12 disciples going into the desert. So if you all close your eyes for a minute and I'm going to tell you a story. You see, once upon a time, there was a little girl and her name was Red Riding Hood. Okay, And Red Riding Hood wanted to go and visit her granny. And so she picked up a beautiful red apple and a beautiful, fresh, big, huge banana. And she made a lovely cheese and tomato sandwich. She didn't put butter on because she didn't like butter. And then she thought she must pick her granny some flowers. And so she picked a pink rose and a red rose and a lovely sprig of gypsophila out the garden and she put a lovely big blue bow on it And off she went, skipping along with her beautiful little red coat, catching the wind and lifting in the wind. And she was such a happy girl. And as she was going, she was singing a merry little song. I'm a happy little girl, going to visit my granny. I couldn't be happier, such a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, she heard someone she was just a little bit nervous and she thought oh what was that and she stopped and she looked but there was no one so she thought oh well it was just my imagination so off she went again and she started singing a happy little song but this time the steps were louder and they were heavier and so she walked a little bit faster and the steps started walking a little bit faster and they were heavier and they were getting closer and they were getting closer and then she felt the breath on her
1: neck and she said no and she turned around
0: and there was her dad (laughs) 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 okay how many of you could see that picture perfectly well, you just had a vision in the form of a movie in your mind following a story. That's what a vision looks like. Now, I want to give you another one.
1: Okay, yes. I can never see anything. I can feel it. You can feel it, is, it. But I can't see it.
0: That's okay. That means you're a perceiver.
1: So I, before you mentioned the story, I saw a picture of red lighting I had the words red riding in my
0: mind. So that's a prophetic word. <laughs> So you're a perceiver because you can't see it, but you can feel it. Wow. You knew it before we began because you had a prophetic word, because I hadn't said, I hadn't even decided what story yeah. I was going to tell. So, I mean, that's amazing. And you couldn't even have a word of knowledge yeah. because I hadn't decided. It was in that moment yeah. going forward. So we. this is how God works. You see, there's five types of prophecy words. The word prophecy means hearing the whisper speaking it, and we hear it in our spirit. We don't hear it in our head. Hearing the whisper, speaking it, and it's about the future. The word of wisdom is hearing the whisper, speaking it, and it's about the right now. It's wisdom for the right now. It's prophecy, which means the word of God for the right now. And then there's the word of knowledge, which is hearing the whisper, so it almost comes this way up, and speaking it, but it's about the past And so when we get a word of knowledge, it's knowing something about the past that you couldn't possibly have known. And as you speak it, and remember, it's only ever a puzzle piece. You know, Jesus said to the woman at the well, you've been married five times, and the one you're with now is not your husband. And she ran off to the city, and she said that he told me everything about myself. No, he didn't. He told her that she'd been married and the man she was with now wasn't her husband he gave her a puzzle piece and so we only ever as prophetic people get a puzzle piece of information and the Holy Spirit is not a gossip And he doesn't intend to bring you any harm. And when he does reveal something, it's never for your harm. It's for your good. Even if he touches something that was painful, it's never to hurt you or expose you. It's only to do you good. And so he will talk about something or bring something because he wants to open up that little abscess in your soul so that he can come and heal it, and he can come and, and bring healing and breakthrough. And many times when when you sit with somebody that operates prophetically or as a prophet, and they have a word of knowledge or they have a word of wisdom, you feel naked and you feel exposed, and you feel as if God has just revealed everything to them. And I know many people say, I feel like you look right into my soul when you look at me. Well, I do have an ability to be able to see things, but that doesn't mean that I know everything. Mm. We all just know in part. We just know what the Holy Spirit wants us to know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's important to know that because I think it was Elisha that said um, he didn't know that something was going to happen. And you think a may, a, a, an incredible man like Elisha, that knew everything, should have known that this was going to happen, but he doesn't, didn't, because God doesn't tell us everything. He tells us just that little thing. So I want to tell you that. So when somebody does give you, we don't think, oh, my goodness, they know everything and and want to put up shields to protect yourself. No, they only know that little tiny piece that the Holy Spirit wants you to know that he knows to bring healing into the situation. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, when you look at the story, and so I really want to tell you this. I'm going to be teaching a bit more. But I want you to understand there's a big difference between seeing a picture And seeing a movie. And the reason I told you a story, I wanted you to see a movie happening in your imagination. um, Because I wanted you to see the flow of it. Now, when Moses saw the burning bush, and we spoke about this before, there were many burning bushes. There were often bushes that would ignite in the wilderness. But this one caught his eye. And the Bible says he saw it, but then he looked. And it's really important that you see a vision, but then you look. Don't just see it. For many years, I used to see a vision and then immediately try and describe the vision. But you actually miss the whole thing. If you see a vision, look. Go and carry on looking. Because the moment you carry on looking, the Holy Spirit starts unfolding things. And you start seeing the unworking, the, the, the unfolding of what God really wants you to see. Now, when we see a vision, um, if I can explain it like this. The Holy Spirit inside of you comes... And he touches your soul. Now a vision means he's touched your imagination, your heart. The, the, the heart of your, the, the, the eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your imagination. So he touches it here. So the Holy Spirit touches your imagination and he speaks to you by flashing a picture onto your imagination. That's a vision. When he does it and you're asleep, we call it a dream. When he touches our feelings of our emotions, then like Alex, we get a feeling feeling we get a full we get a perception now many people are perceivers and some people are seers every person that was a born seer is a prophet you can learn to see and that's part of what we do tonight but if you were born seeing you're a prophet not all prophets are seers but all seers are prophets because some prophets are perceivers. And these are usually the people that are very discerning. They will pick up, they will perceive. A perceiver is able to decide what spirit is operating, whereas a a seer doesn't always know that. Sometimes they do because they can see the spirit, but they don't always pick that up in the same way. I like to compare the two, one being uh, the seer being like an artist, somebody that paints an incredibly beautiful picture, but they don't always know what to do with it. And the perceiver I like to describe as a creative person. They gather a whole lot of beautiful pictures and they say, let's fill this room with beauty and they know exactly where to put it and what to do with it. So they take something and they have the emotion to be able to put it all in the right place. So that's the way I like to describe it because that will give you a feeling of how these different gifts operate. Now, the first thing that you have in a vision is um, you might have an impression an impression is just a, it's just a, an impression. It's just a, a thought or a feeling. I often have impressions. And um, when God speaks to me, he speaks to me, I'm a perceiver, seer. I started off being a seer, then developed my perception, and then I've gone back to seeing. But when I see, often, I don't see a full picture. I might have an impression. Now, an impression is just when you get a, a, a vague, how many of you, when you thought about yourself this morning, had like a vague picture? It wasn't crystal clear, it wasn't a a photograph, it was a vague picture. How many of you had that? That's an impression. And and if if you just think about what that feels like, many times God will speak to you with an impression. Now that's what we call a vision, and it's with the eyes of your heart, so it's with the eyes of your imagination, and He gives you an impression of something. And the thing with visions that are impressions, they're quick. They're very quick. So you might just have this this thought or this impression of something and it might just go and you haven't realized that you've just had the Holy Spirit talk to you. And so sometimes we lose that. Well, that's one type of vision. It's the eyes of your heart, sometimes when your eyes are closed, sometimes when you're walking somewhere and you just suddenly get this impression. Now, the next type of vision is in what they call an opened eye vision. Now, that's very different. And um, that's when you're actually looking at someone and suddenly you become aware of two pictures happening at the same time. Um, And so sometimes that will happen to me. Like I'll look at someone and I'll see an open wound and I'll see a baby in the wound. And it's almost like I've got an extra eye to see into the wound and God will tell me that they're either pregnant or they're about to fall pregnant. And so that is when you have an open eye vision. Another time I remember looking at a lady while I was talking to her and it was like her stomach opened and I saw a study where she was sitting writing a book. And I said to her, God's anointed you to write a book if you ever wanted to, and she just burst into tears. And she said all her life she's wanted to write, but she never felt she was anointed to write. Well, he just revealed the open eye vision to me. Very different from an impression. Mm. An impression is on the imagination and it's just a... A vague sort of picture. Sometimes it's not very clear, but you have a picture of something, and. Um, But an open-eyed vision is when two things are happening at the same time. I think the most powerful open-eyed vision I ever had, and I've shared this, I'm not going to go into detail, but as I left Howick one day, I went into an open-eyed vision, and for an hour and a half as I was driving, I was caught up in the heavens, encountering heaven, and seeing I was taken all over the heavens in an open-eyed vision while I'm driving the car, and I'm literally in two places at the same time, weeping. Because I can't get over the beauty of what I'm encountering and I'm driving the car and I'm saying, Holy Spirit, you better drive this car because I just, I'm, I'm absolutely caught up in this vision. And so that open eye vision, you are, you are activated, but at the same time, you're having an encounter that's clear, very clear open-eyed vision while you're busy looking at people and talking to them or even... And so that often happens when I prophesy. I'll start off with words, with a thought, with a with droplets, because droplet is when you get a few little words but not enough. But then as you open your mouth, the waterfall starts coming. They're different. T- I'm giving you simple words for prophetic utterances. Um, and then sometimes in that, you'll suddenly have a vision. Now, if I've prophesied over you, I want you to know, and I have a vision while I'm prophesying, The chances are I'll never forget the vision. The chances are I'll never remember the prophecy. Mm -hmm. Just know that. It comes from spirit to mouth and it does not filter my brain. Yeah. And I do not know what I've said to you. And it's interesting for me because I, I, the one lady said to me, you know you prophesied over me four years ago and before that ten years ago and every time you said the same thing. Sure. Miracle. <laughs> I didn't even know what I said right now. So that, that's amazing. So that's an open eye vision. Now the third type of vision is a trance. Now the difference between an open eye vision and a trance is the fact that in, in an open eye vision, in an open eye vision, you are very aware, you are completely. In touch with everything, but you're having this other movie happening at the same time. But when you're in a trance, you get caught up in the movie and you get separated from the reality. And so you may vaguely be aware of sounds, you may vaguely be aware of conversations, but you are separated and you're taken into that trance. Now, that's what happened with Peter when he was on the roof, and very often a trance will happen when you're waking up in the morning and you're caught somewhere between being awake and being asleep. And you think, well, I don't know if I had a dream or if it was a vision, but you caught up in, in that. And that was in one of those times that God took me to Greece, where he took me to Greece. Um, and I walked around Greece with him and encountered Greece with him. And then suddenly I was back in my bed and awake. Um, and so those are trances. When, when you are not in connection with the physical realm, you may me be and you may not be at all. And then... But you go into a different realm. So that's the difference between the two. Now, the 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 three type of things: the vague impression, and which one do you think is more powerful?
1: Uh
0: They're exactly the same. Mm -hmm. They all have the same power. Whether it's a vague impression, whether it's an open eye vision, or whether it's a trance, the power and the authority of the vision is exactly the same. You may have more of an involvement with it, which is wonderful and fun, but the power of what you give up, they're all exactly the same. So don't think, God, you've only given me impressions, I- I- I'm still a baby at this. No, it's as powerful. As whatever else God gives you. Okay, so now I want to I want to activate your senses, and as we've seen with emotional senses, you can see something with your a word picnic, which is a readable word, and it can take you into a vision that gives you something you can hear, something you can taste. All of your senses are awakened at the same time because you've had a memory. Now, exactly the same with the spiritual vision. And so what I'd like you to do, please i want to ask you a question how many of you know that there are angels in this room right now who says yes okay remind me your name deborah nikki 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 why do you say there are angels in this room right now
1: i can feel their presence
0: so you can you feel them. our
1: eyes, there is such a peace, like a supernatural peace. Whenever I feel that, I know that there's an angel.
0: Good. So she was telling me, and all of us, she perceived there were angels in the room. Who else can tell me? The, Nikita, what do you why do you say there are angels in the room? Because I
1: saw one. Okay, you be quiet. Who else, can tell me,
0: who else can tell me that there's an angel in the room? Yes, and I saw one behind. Okay, me. be quiet. <laughs> them to me. I don't want to know if you saw them.
1: I felt I felt a warm. You're a
0: perceiver. What did you what
1: did you want me to do you doing? Usually when
0: my hands move in a certain direction, I know that. So you so you, because now what happens when your body responds to the spirit realm? Then you are the, the, you catch the wind of it. And and so many people that shake like Carol when the presence comes in, it's because her body manifests. You know a tree that blows? Yeah. Some people are, are, are they wind catches. There is a word for it, I forget right now. But they would, and so their body will literally go where the spirit is going. And that's why they shake. And if you don't shake, it's not because you're missing out. It's just because that's not who you are. And if you do shake, don't be embarrassed because that's exactly who you are. Because you are the one reflecting. Like a tree, what the wind is doing, and God uses that to usher in presence at the same time. Who can tell me they know the angels because the Bible says so? She Do you all know that? Yeah. Good, Oh, flip. Yeah. Good. Okay. So now in your thoughts. In the word of knowledge, in the word of this word, the Bible says that every one of us has been sent angels. He says that his angels are camp about us. He says that he sends angels, Hebrews 1.14, because they're there to serve us. So how many of you know because it's in the word that there are angels in this room? Okay, good. Now I'm activating your senses. So I want you for a moment to just close your eyes. And if you know that there are angels in this room... I want to ask you this, just allow God to activate your perception, your feeling capacity and feel through the weightiness of their presence where you think they might be. And the moment that you feel, you know, if there's somebody sitting behind you, you know, there's someone sitting behind you because you can feel that. The moment you can feel that you might have an idea of where the angel is that you know is here, just put up your hand. How do you know that? Because there's just the sense of a figure standing somewhere near you. Just keep feeling. I want I want I want as many of you as possible to feel that. So Father, I want to thank you that you're opening spiritual senses and I want to thank you you teaching us how easy it is to be able to pick up what's happening in the spirit realm. Now, you know it in your mind, because the Bible says so, and you can sense it with your perception and your emotions, because you can feel the weight of a presence, and that's what what, um, Nikki said at the beginning, she could feel there. Now, I want to ask God to use another part of your um, um, soul, and I want you to just, as you feel that presence, and you know where it is, i'm shifting your feeling capacity into your imagination and i want you just to sense what you think they're wearing and the moment you have an idea of what they're wearing then just put up your hand don't know it's not happening in your Thinking capacity. It's happening just with a little remember a little flash picture. It can be an impression. It can be clear What is that little? Picture on your imagination that's busy painting right now that where you've sensed the weightiness of their presence, you now started to get a little picture Have you got that little picture? Now, it's not going to go away. You can open your eyes. You're still going to see it. Okay. Now, Carol, what did you become aware of? Um, I,
1: became, I was aware when you were worshipping that in the middle of the room here, yes. there was some well, presence. I assumed it was angels. Yes. So then now, this, it's still there. The presence is still there. Yes. The angel is still there. But I'm seeing an angel in gold. Okay.
0: Okay. Now, what I want to say this.
1: Oh,
0: what I want to say is she felt the presence angels right there. She felt the. I can see. I can see it She felt the presence, and she said, "I presumed it was an angel." Now, I just want to tell you, how do you know whether it's an angel or a demon?
1: She knew it was an
0: angel because everything about the angels, the atmosphere was angelic <laughs> So you saw an angel in gold isn't this presence over there It's just amazing <laughs> Alex, what have you what did you become aware of? Just come kind of where it not nice. <coughs> now and we were singing. There's an angel singing in my ear. And I thought it was someone singing over here, like but there's a cupboard. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you could hear the angel? Okay. This is wonderful. What about you, my princess? What did you sense? What did you feel? Jordan are incredible at being able to pick up angels. I felt
1: like a joy and oh, peace.
0: That's very powerful. Joy and peace mushed together. And could you get a little idea in your head of what it could look like?
1: No. Okay, now I'm
0: going to ask again. What size is your angel? I
1: say height.
0: Seeding height. What size is your angel? I, I didn't see. He didn't what, see, but didn't you just became so aware of what I he was wearing. wearing. God. What about you, Sean?
1: I felt. I feel yes. like somebody's touching my hands. It feels yes. like my hands. I just feel warmth around my Yes, hands. yes.
0: Yeah. wonderful. Just keep that, because you're yeah. not going to lose it once you've seen it. It me. doesn't go away. You can open your eyes. It becomes an open eye vision. Okay. Who else? What about Mazan? I just felt right friends <laughs> right in front of my head when I saw this yes. huge. gold yes. and um yes. An almond. Yes, like mm-hmm. soldier. So you see the gold and the armour. What about you, man?
1: My angel must have had his work clothes on because it <laughs> was like a, a cassock with a belt. And a it was with a belt. Around. Is that yes. like a robe? Yes. black. What colour? A sort of a pale tan colour. Okay. I, mean, I saw an angel standing on about the third step, right, yes. up there, yes. and one standing here where you yes. yes. wearing a white, like a white robe, but was they both had gold belts? Yes. Gold, gold and how big belts. were they? I would say about. Uh, From you to the ceiling, about halfway in between. Yeah, about eight foot. Mm. Okay, who else? Who else? It was really weird though. That's okay, it's a good time. I felt like staying here, but it's warm on my side of my face. It's so hot. Yes. He was wearing um, uh, like a goldy brown top. Yes.
0: But a kilt. Yes, what colour? Red. Red kilt, okay. That's fire. <laughs> That's
1: fire?
0: Very <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> One on either
1: shoulder. Yes.
0: behind the purple. red. Yes. Both of them
1: um, gold um, rope. Gold belts. Yeah. And one of them had a shepherd's crook. Shepherd's crook.
0: Just remember what you sing. I'm going to get back to you. Conrad,
1: what did you see? What did you sense? What did you feel? I just sensed the presence and the sea. This area, so you're
0: picking up that glory angel over here as well. That's okay, you sensed it. Remember, I'm telling you now, our spiritual senses they all start working together when we acknowledge we're actually sensing something. Nikita, what did you see? Okay,
1: so when she reacted like that, mm-hmm. uh, the angel actually is taller and he's kind of like bowed because he's too mm-hmm. tall for the room. As she reacted, it was like the angel fluffed its wings up. As she there was one during worship that came up to drive right by the door there, and there's one kind of in the What was he wearing? I can't tell you what they were
0: wearing. You just saw him standing there yeah, and one at the stairs. He hasn't moved a whole
1: And What
0: about you? You also heard the angel singing, you were mm, singing yes. your tongues. And I have a sense, or so, so I can still feel it. There's like a breeze, sort of a yes. breeze yes. on my So angels are winds? Yes. They flames of fire and they winds. Yes. Those yes. are the descriptions of some of them. And, and so, so you, that's why you often feel the breeze of the angels coming in. And I didn't see him, but yes. I sensed he was wearing white with gold. It's exactly what with gold. What did you sense or feel? Sense anything? That's okay. That's okay. There's nothing. Okay. There's nothing oh, wrong with that. Okay. And did you, when I said, do you know that the Bible says the angels are here, how did you feel about that? I know about it. You know no. the angels are there. That's perfect. Now I want you just to close your eyes for a minute. And I want you to just, if you've ever seen a picture of an angel. Okay, can you see it right now? Any, just a picture that you might have had. Don't overthink it. You're not going to think about it. It's just a little flash on the. It's just an impression on your on your imagination. If you don't, if you don't have it, yes, no, so too. can you see yeah. it? Okay, that's fine. Now that little picture right now. Just keep. Remember, I said if you see it, look, look at it. Just keep looking. And see what happens when you look at it. Yes. I
1: also had a smell. Oh yes. Before, but it was very vague. But it was like. Is it someone's oh, perfume? Is it, it? was a nice. It was okay, a wow. nice smell. I can't describe it. Was it slightly floral, slightly ferny? Uh, Floral. Floral, yes. It was just for a a short time. Yes,
0: yes. So as the angels came in, you started planning the ferny. Were you seeing the angel? Yeah. Uh No, 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 no. When she sees this angelic, look um, at ah. it. She can see it. Okay, who else can see? What What could you see? Um,
1: I could see a big, massive angel, but it up against the ceiling. Yes, that's
0: what Nikita saw too.
1: Um, like lying flat. Yes. Yeah. Along the ceiling, and then up, uh, What I saw was an encrusted belt of jewels, but they were clear jewels. Yes. And. It was like he was playing with us and touching us on oh, our heads. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing! Did did either of you see anything,
0: feel anything, see anything? Uh, I don't anything
1: you felt the presence. And the and what, what about you? Very uh, oh. different. Yes. I still see it now. Yes. Uh, Jesus is walking along next oh. to the lake with people around him. He's talking to them. <laughs> it's very clear.
0: So he's just he's having an open eye vision. He's having an open eye vision.
1: <laughs> he's still <going> up front
0: <SSSSSSR> there you <SSSSR> go. There you go, keep me. He's now having a typical open eye vision who is he's taken into two realms. He's encountering Jesus, Mississippi. Stop.
1: Stop. Just keep watching. Tell us what happens in your story.
0: What happened with you when you kept watching? What did you see? I just saw um, the two wings. You saw the two wings? Two wings, yeah. Yes, and what what, what, kind of angel? But the angel I saw was like a child. A child, yes? As in a tiny little angel? No, about her age. About her age? Yeah. And you saw. saw (coughs) Is there a kicker? Maybe she's not a kicker. Stop. You saw Mm -hmm. the wings moving? And, and, and any more detail, the colour of the hair, anything on it, white, black, what? No, like a uh, queenish with gold. Creamish gold,
1: perfect. Who else, who else can tell us? Yes? I saw two different angels. Yes? One's gold uh, with white, Yes. gold
0: sash, and then I saw a fiery angel with a sword. Yes, fiery angel and gold sash. Most of you saw white and gold, am I right? Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for the tartan skirt, and you saw some gemstones <laughs> encrusted? First thing, yes. I saw like a pale blue with a white garment. Pale blue. Just remember what you saw. Yes.
1: Turquoise. Turquoise.
0: (laughs) She couldn't see early on today. Remember, she didn't see. Uh She only felt I felt it. it. I didn't
1: see it as the color. I know it was their color.
0: Now, I'm wanting all these experiences are doing something. Do you see? She said, I know the color. You can't know the (laughs) color. So, what's happening is that she perceived it. And she received the revelation through her mind. And because she's received that revelation, she can now imagine it. And that's what happens. He starts painting on our minds with seer eyes. And we start seeing. And what do we see according to the word of God? Because God says we can't see angels. We don't communicate with angels unless they communicate with us. But the angels come to do something. They come to do something. Who else wanted to make a comment? What about you, Adele?
1: An angel but I saw when we were busy worshipping I saw golden steps. Mm. Wow and the golden oh. the golden steps lead to a gold city. So she had an open eye vision. He showed me inside it's 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 a like a wall, a massive wall, if you go into the medieval times, those big castle walls, showed me a massive hall. I mean, it's, it's really gold. <laughs> and even, it's not like a carpet, because it's not even a carpet, it looks like a carpet, but it's not a carpet, it's just, the whole place is gold. And while we were singing, I saw people standing, like when a king and a queen enter in the middle, Mm. they were standing like that, the people, like it looks like gold was radiating (laughs) off them, And and I looked at these people and in one accord they all showed their arms to like the throne. But you can't see anything, you just see all these people, the place is gold, everything is gold, the color radiating is gold, and all they do is they just move their hands to, to the throne. And I, 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 did, I didn't hear the Holy Spirit speaking or anything, but I just felt like God liked the people, it was like you were in a... You saw the witnesses, you saw the people worshipping God, because every, like I said, everything is gold. I haven't seen any other colour but gold. And as they turn in one accord, it felt like in my spirit, I felt like they pointed to God. But you can't see Him, and they were like almost like honouring Him, but as they were honouring Him, that movement was like a movement out of worship. But in such great honor, that's what, what I he he saw. You saw the New Jerusalem. It's so beautiful.
0: You saw the wow. city of gold. It's an amazing wow. city. I've seen it.
1: It's beautiful. What did you see, Sean? So I didn't see the I didn't see the shape of the angel, but I was trying to hone in on the on what the angel was wearing, and I was like, it was like, yeah. Yes. So it Just makes me feel like the angel is huge. It's huge. But I was, I was looking at the material, and it's like. It's like, I think it's metal but it's like, it looks like scales. Yes. Like it's metal squares and it's shiny and it's like silk and it's like pool but it's glowing and it's but it's a very strong like metal like material. What colour? It's white and shiny. <laughs> it looks like fish scales in a way but I can't explain it but it looks like metal, woven. Woven beautiful. metal. Beautiful. I've got go to battle with but yes. it's beautiful. It's shiny and beautiful it's and white. Beautiful. And,
0: Reflective. Beautiful. Okay, so what God showed us, He showed us the angels that came. Some of you saw your guardian angels. What you saw was your guardian angel. And that's the angel that is guarding you and protecting you and with you all the time. And he's massive. And God showed you a guardian angel. And He's telling you and confirming into your heart that he is guarding you and your family and that they're looking after you. And for you to know that unshakably because that's what happens. for the people (laughs) over there, he saw the glory angels. And that is, and we can only see glory because we entered into glory. And the fact that we could hear angels singing, and I heard angels singing as well, was because we went into the glory realm. And it's only when you go into presence and then into the beginnings of the Shekinah that you start, I mean, of the, of the Kabod glory, the weightiness of God, that you start seeing the manifestation of the angels of glory. And they always wear gold. And angels that are dressed in white are always the angels of righteousness and many times our guardian angels are dressed in white and, and often they will have armor on. Who else saw armor on their angel? You saw a sword, you saw a sword. You saw a sword, a sword. Someone saw a staff. You saw a staff. God was saying that he's put an angel with you to comfort you and he's brought an angel. Remember they come to service. How do they serve us by what they're wearing? And you also had a red angel and God was saying you've been covered by the blood and the angels brought his, the, the, the royalty of God. He says he's brought his royalty to you that when we when we see our royalty, the color of royalty, <coughs> sons of God, it's the color purple and red. An angel coming in red is the power of the blood of Jesus. It's the, it's the protection. It's, you are covered. You are covered. He's presenting himself with the sanctifying power wow. of God. When we see red, you had a red a tartan skirt on it. Is that right? Is there any, is there any Scottish uh, history in your family?